Hey there, Chinese President Xi Jinping did not attend the recent G20 meeting in India in a move that was seen as a major snub to the host nation. So what does it mean for the rest of the world? I'm Aaron Young, let's find out. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Hello and welcome to you. US President Joe Biden met with the Chinese Premier at the G20 in India in what was the highest level talks between the two nations in nearly 10 months since Biden and Xi Jinping spoke at last year's G20 in Indonesia. Notably, he didn't speak with Xi Jinping this time around, who decided to skip the event in a move considered a major snub to the host nation, India. So what does Xi skipping the meeting mean for global politics and what does it mean for BRICS? For more, we're joined by David Zhang from China. China Insider in New York. David, great to see you. Why do you believe that Xi Jinping skipped the event? I personally believe the uh, reason is because he really fears going out of the country right now, fearing that there could be a potential coup that happens while he is out of the country. And I also think that he doesn't place as much of an importance on the G20 compared to prior years, simply because the international relationship has deteriorated so much to the point where he has to focus now on keeping domestic stability as the number one goal. And uh, just around the same time he said not to go, he released a new map or the CCP, should I say, uh, where he it basically offended every country that China borders with. So that's definitely not a welcoming gift to the other G20 nations. And for those two reasons, I think personal safety as well as uh, inter domestic relations over international relations. There is so much to unpack here, David. I mean, you're talking about how he's trying to build up BRICS. Of course, the I in BRICS is India. And right now, kicking off by offending a partner of something you need. I mean, India has got to be the crown jewel for BRICS because it is the country that the West is trying to court in order to have a country to shift manufacturing to post-China. At the same time, you're saying to us that Xi Jinping is so concerned that there could be a coup in his country and won't leave at a time where the guy living north of him, being uh, uh, North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un, is on a train heading to Vladivostok. So you've got China's mm -hmm. leader can't leave, but North Korea's can. That's how much times have changed. Exactly. For your point on India, it was clearly India was going to be a celebrity at the G20 party. And it showed that India and the United States reaching an historic agreement. And uh, at the same time, we're seeing that China and, and, and North Korea, a huge distinction, uh, the Chinese leader visiting uh, the northeastern part of China while the G20 was taking place, rather than attending the international event. And now we're seeing Kim and, and uh, meeting Putin and, and so I, I think right now, China's in a really awkward spot, both domestically and internationally, simply because it's trying to play its own game, but also failing to attract enough people. Now, for the BRICS summit in South Africa, it could have been China's achievement, but it could also be India's achievement. Many of those new allies are also a fan of India. So it's really a showdown with China and India, but also at the same time, uh, what does the near future look like for China's foreign policy? That's a big question mark right now. Well, I want to talk about this coup. Uh, talk to us. What do you, Tell us about that. Why do you think there could be a coup? Um, and more importantly, how would it unfold and who would be behind it? Right. So Xi Jinping's big paranoia right now is the fact that somebody in the military, particularly potentially uh, from the rocket force, which controls strategic missiles and nuclear weapons uh, launch, 
a, a recently we saw the top generals from that force being replaced. And it's a sign that Xi Jinping not only doesn't trust those top commanding generals, he doesn't think that placing his own people is enough. So right now there's an ongoing uh, investigation of anti-corruption within the defense ministry. And that uh, right now, it, potentially we're seeing the defense minister, Li Shangfu, uh, he has been out of the public's eye for two uh, two more than two weeks now. So now there's speculation that the defense minister is also disappearing. And all of this is just fueling the speculation that Xi Jinping is very much afraid that somebody in the military could do a Prigozhin on him and, and uh, re, you know, take him out of power. And I think that to any dictatorship is the uh, the worst thing to, to, to imagine, to, to experience. Uh, so he's trying really hard to prevent that from taking place in China. I love that politicians in China face the same issues as politicians in the West, which is you need to have more friends and enemies, otherwise they manage to get rid of you, even if you are the lifelong dictator of your country. Um, talk to us about Biden and Premier Li, the Chinese Premier who did ten, attend the G20. What did they actually discuss? What do we know? Yeah, first of all, you got to understand, even being the premier, the number two in China, you don't really get to make decisions. So you're simply a messenger. Uh, and Li Chang was playing that role perfectly this time. Uh, the Biden administration or Biden himself said that the meeting was with, was rather tame and that uh, they discussed uh, in terms of how to keep the peace between the U.S.-China relationship going forward. Uh, and, and by the way, Li Chang is also the one that welcomed the Commerce Secretary just uh, uh, weeks ago. And so it's a sign that he's here to play the, the rather nice, the nicer version of what the CCP projects to the world. But uh, in the end, decision-making comes down to Xi Jinping and Xi Jinping only. So Li Chang is rather the messenger. But the Biden administration and, and Biden himself did signal that China's, China's economic instability is very high right now. And so uh, they, they hint at the potential of taking Taiwan, which I think still is worth evaluating, uh, not just what President Biden said himself, but it does show that right now, many countries, including the US, realize the state that China is in right now and what what could deter them uh, from invading Taiwan is, is an absolute uh, path that I think we should explore. Yeah, we will in a moment. Um, just in the lead up to that G20 meeting, though, China took a pretty significant action, which was to ban iPhones to be used by government employees mm -hmm. across China and in Beijing. Um, that right as Premier Li was about to meet with Joe Biden on the sidelines mm -hmm. of the G20, you talk about sending a message, one that essentially the biggest company in the world and the largest company in the United States by market size, a $3 trillion company, suffered a $300 billion uh, loss or collapse, I should say, in value on the NASDAQ and the stock exchange, which therefore had a flow on effect to the rest of the market last week. If that isn't a message from Xi Jinping, what is? Right. The CCP has always done this. They've, they've talked one way and have done actions in the other. It's, it's never the words that they say matter. It's always the action, what they do that matters. And to us here, we see that iPhones are now being banned on, from public devices, uh, public official devices, but as well as extending into state-owned enterprises and local governments. So uh, China, iPhones market capture of China, I believe was about 23 to 26%. I can't remember the exact percentage. Uh, it was higher than that in the US market for the last quarter. And so this is a huge economic blow to the United States, but it's also a political one. It's a signal that China is really going inward in its technology and uh, 
leaving technology dependence out the door. And it's trying to do something called an internal circulation where they can function without the help of foreign companies. And uh, even though that the Biden administration could try to reach out and offer these olive branches to try to connect with China, but at the end of the day, if Xi Jinping decides to close the country up and go back to the 1950s, well, nobody's going to be able to stop him. How did India react to Xi Jinping's snub? Mm -hmm. I definitely think that India is uh, not saying that, that they are, uh, I feel like they're rather happy because India is clearly in a competition with China to be the leader of the global south. And we're clearly seeing all of the right conditions for India to potentially even take over from China. And the rise of India is just getting started. And that's something that I think even threatened Jinping himself. So I think in India's position, it is a really, really important um, to not focus on China's pre uh, absence, but focus on India's global presence. And I think that's exactly what they did during G20. And talk to us about Taiwan, finally, the message that mm -hmm. may have been made from President Biden towards Premier League. Right. I think uh, the Biden administration obviously isn't going to tell us exactly what he told Premier Lee. But the, the line, I believe, here is that the, the United States, along with its allies, uh, Australia, South Korea, Japan, is uh, in a position to confront China, I think, in a much better position than maybe a year or two ago. And a lot of this is because of China's own domestic uh, downfalls. And so in this respect, I think uh, the Biden administration the line is still the same, which is to maintain the status quo around the Taiwan Strait, but uh, at the same time, potentially try to give ways in which China will try to abandon that invasion or at least delay it uh, possibly enough uh, to the point where they will have to reevaluate. I think that's the current stance from the U.S. Uh, administration. David Zhang, appreciate your time as always from China Insider. Thank you. And that is a program for now. For more, head to tickernews.co. I'm Aaron Young. Hope to see you soon. Bye.